Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a pleasure this week to have Susan Madsen with me, founder and director of the Utah Women in Leadership Project and the Karen Haight Huntsman Endowed Professor of Leadership in the Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Luce Lewis Perez is here, the director of development for the Kidney Foundation for Utah and Idaho. And Jeanette Bott is with me, president and CEO of the Utah Food Bank. May I ask you about this aid package for Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan that originally uh, the Republicans in the House had said this has to include border security. We won't look at this unless it includes border security. So in the Senate, they worked out a bipartisan deal to include border security, but that was rejected because it didn't include enough or in the right in the form that they wanted it. So they said, OK, they took the border security out. They sent it back with just this urgently needed aid, particularly for Ukraine. And now it's not going to get a vote, or at least that's what it looks like. And Senator Lee spoke very strongly against this bill. I just wondered, Luce, what you when you look at, at this, because when I look at Ukraine, I think, and I, I heard Senator Romney say, if we stand down now and don't help them, it is just a matter of time until many of our NATO allies are asking us for help because Russia is not going to stop at Ukraine if they're successful there. And so what, what do you make of it, Luce? I'm so angry about that. Of all of the things that have happened in the last year of politics, that is the most sickening loss to me. Number one, one of my houses is in Arizona and we enjoy going across the border to Rocky Point. The border is completely closed and has been and will be indefinitely. Now that's an American you know, luxury to be able to go to Mexico. But the reason that they closed it down is because there were huge tens of thousands of people not all Hispanic families, not all people from Central and South America trying to cross the borders in mass. We do need help at the borders. This is the first time I've ever felt this way because I was there to see it. Also, uh, our Congressman uh, John Curtis went down to the borders and saw what was going on and it is terrifying. And number one, this was a bipartisan bill where finally everyone agreed. Now of $120 billion that they actually slated for this, 30 was for our borders and 90 was for everybody else. And they shut it down and guess what? Now we're looking at just doing foreign support instead of putting any mind. And that was a direct edict from President Trump telling his cohorts like Mike Lee to shoot it down. Now, is that narcissism? Because he's not gonna get the credit for helping solve part of this border problem. But this is a situation right now at the borders that has to be fixed. It is the biggest issue in, in our security. It's not about the families who are coming here to have a better life. It's about those who are coming across the border, both illegally and legally, and who have a far bigger agenda than just trying to build themselves the American dream. And I cannot believe that President Trump would tell his people to make that bill go away, and he did. The senator from Arizona, whose name I'm forgetting, she said she, she worked on the bipartisan uh, agreement and she said, oh, I guess that it's not an emergency at the border. I guess if they want to take that border money, I guess I guess we've been saying it was an emergency for so long, but suddenly it's not an emergency. Go ahead, Susan. I'm sorry. What, what do you think? As I've actually talked to a couple of people that have been in the situation that Lou's actually been on the ground and seen, everybody's in shock. 
I mean, it, it is so much worse than from what I'm hearing from people and reading. I mean, I was in Seattle uh, a year and a half ago, and I loved to be in Seattle before, and I will never go back to Seattle no, downtown. No. It was a disaster downtown no. with homeless. Like what? Um, oh, and it was not, my husband happened to be with me and I would not have even gone out. I didn't feel safe. There were guns protecting stores. You know, they didn't have McDonald's open. Nothing was operating. But, you know, that's happening to many cities now. So I am so supportive. I have this humanitarian piece too that we need to help people, but we somehow have to get really good, smart people to figure this out. And I don't know if that's, our, our Congress sometimes. Can I just say that? Well, they, they, they don't apply their, they're not applying themselves to the problem. They're applying they themselves to elections and re-elections, but not exactly. to this problem or something yep. different would have happened. Jeanette, yeah. go ahead, please. You know, I, I do agree with Susan. We have to get our ducks in a row, but I think first we have to find the ducks. We are so far removed from any kind of solution that this is really disheartening. I look at it from a little different perspective, just based on what I do every day. And as we are seeing the numbers for need for people in Utah continue to climb faster than I can keep pace with providing food for folks here and people just keep coming, how do we continue to provide for everyone? How do we make it, we can't make a div division and say, I'll feed you, but I won't feed you. It's almost becoming overwhelming. You know, when you read about major stores who are closing and leaving areas because they're being looted and robbed and no one could control them. What's happening to our society? What's happening to all the things that we were taught and loved and have respected? Treating people the way you want to be treated, being respectful, being honest, being responsible. You know, where has it gone? Jeanette is, is on the ground with so much important work. We've done poverty and homelessness snapshots. And we actually do better than other states in some ways. But as we run the numbers, we're still talking about thousands of Utah families who are impacted by poverty and homelessness. Mm -hmm. And so even though some people, I've heard someone earlier this week say, say, oh, we're so much better than other states. I'm like, but think about the lives. Um, and I don't see them on the ground. That's Jeanette's space, right? You're, you know, and, you and, and you're right. I, let me just speak over you, Susan. We, you are right. We are better than much, much better than many states. And when I talk to my peers in, in food banking situations across the country, they're envious of Utah because we do have some abilities to be different than other areas. But when I sit down and I look at numbers and I see how much more food I would have to have to adequately take care of everyone and know that those numbers are impossible to reach, what are next steps? How do you plan yeah. strategically as a business? What do you do statistically mm -hmm. to say, okay, in three to five years, here's my plan. How do you get your arms around that? It's becoming yeah. a huge challenge. Forgive me, I'll, I'll take a quick break and we'll be back. This is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio.